0: The Toronto Raptors are going to be one win away from an NBA title. They take two here at Oracle Arena.
1: Monsoon awaiting, the East has a Northern King. Apple time, Apple time. Cool introverts are now a thing. Basketball gods watching. Every Zaza will pay. With a really happy mood, welcome back to the ball is bay. Your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. Back at it again on the eve of Game 5 of the 2019 NBA Finals. Uh, Catch all our episodes on all your ears on all the podcast listening spaces. You can search for Ball is Bay on Spotify, Lipsyn, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn and of course, YouTube. Um, Last week, a person asked us why there was no episode in a while. And that gesture was so sweet that hearing that one request made us forget uh, about the 7.5 billion people who didn't ask us for the episode. See, that's the power of love, and that's what your podcast is all about, even with all our incessant trolling on Twitter, uh, you know, but if you knew the history of that, you'd never question why it is so. We realize this is the last or the second last episode in this season of the pod, so we want you to know that you're producing each episode with a heavy heart. Uh, Speaking of heavy, we've got with us, as always, (laughs) co-host. That was a low low blow, my friend, a
0: low blow. (laughs)
1: Hey, well, uh, you're not here yet. As we go heavy, we've got with us, as always, co host, basketball guru, and predictor of things with a ball as well as with a racket, the adopted son of Luxembourg, Vinny Devaya. Vinny, say hi.
0: Hello. I'll say with a heavy tone. That's what you meant. You meant I have a heavy tone.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. See, what did you think? I, I know you've lost weight, like uh, since you've uh, been eating healthy and not having sugar. Mm-hmm. so yeah i mean what do you weigh now vinith uh 191 uh pounds what pounds yeah. what the fuck <laughs> means... okay please guys uh, 191 pounds is like maybe 85 kilos or uh, 80 what it's 80, not 90 80, kilos 80, right somewhere 86 80. 83 it's yeah, not
0: 83 85 it's uh, 187 pounds hmm then maybe
1: anyway whatever yes. like um, 85 He's a, a, a solid 185 pounds uh, so he's he's not like a really fat guy sitting somewhere. Okay, so Indian Indian guys it's uh, the it's not the metric system. So he's around eighty three eighty five kilos. So he's still fit, but he's like a five foot uh, ten guy. So, eighty four point eight. What, what did he just check it right yeah, now? Yeah, I just did. It. <laughs> See that that's how they do it in Luxembourg. They can just press a button and they know their names. Uh, India makeup, Hoga hogaye sab. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, the NBA Finals are now one step closer to the Canadian border. 3-1 up on them famed Warriors after having swept the homestand. Even with Clay pulling out the Sam Cassell big balls dance. So now the Warriors have lost two home games. They've lost KD. They've lost uh, the real DeMarcus Cousins. And they've lost a minority owner in uh, like Mr. Something Something. I forgot what his name was. All over the course. uh, Well, nobody cares. That's a really generic white name, just by the way all over the course of this one week and Kawai keeps creating his persona in the shadow of Mike, a Dirk and maybe even a Gary Payton by the looks of whatever ESPN passes off as a content today Uh, sorry ESPN you know we love you though (laughs) but I mean now for the past I think three weeks you know we've just been like Kawai Kawai Rama Kawai Krishna Kawai Rama Kawai Krishna that's been going on with us and absolutely like I mean I, I, I don't think anybody wants to, like, hear me talk about it. it just, it's better when it comes off the mouth of a Spurs player when oh he God. talks about
0: it. You don't have to bring the Spurs in between all of this.
1: No, I, I just want you to know that I know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody worth knowing knows. Yeah? Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's I, mean, true. I, I don't know. Knows. I mean, I
0: think uh, anybody who's following the NBA knows how amazing Kawhi has been throughout this playoffs. And, um, I think, I mean, the honest truth is I never expected him to be this good. I mean, he's just, he's balling really, really at a high level. Uh, I think his stats are kind of like, there are only like, two other players that have done this in the postseason ever. Yeah. I
1: mean, the stats are, stats are incomparable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a, anyway.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, but i think the most important part is like the entire raptors team is kind of uh i think he has molded them from like a perennial losers to like having the confidence that you know what we can we can stick with the with the big boys you know like yeah you know even without uh, kd um, the golden state warriors are a very very good team and these the raptors made them look like a like not even like a
1: playoffs team, you know. Like they had, they had. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think. Uh, uh I, I think it was game three where Mark Jackson or I, I don't know if it was Jeff Van Gundy was like game three was the one where Clay was also not there, right? So he said that this Warriors team would not even have made the playoffs in the West if without you know KD and Clay. Like it was that. Bad of a situation. Well,
0: but uh, they also have uh, Draymond Green, who is who could be the no, second no. best player on a championship team. <laughs> I just have to say this because the shout out to <laughs> to my buddies on Twitter uh, who think that uh, Draymond Green can be second best player on a championship team. Um. Yeah, I think uh, the Raptors have really come out big. Uh, Kawhi is their leader and i hope uh, katie doesn't show up on in game five and spoil everything uh and um, i mean I, I still feel like the raptors will win but uh i don't want to risk it i don't want to risk it by getting the best offensive weapon uh at 50 percent uh, into the game and then like just disrupting everything uh just for mm-hmm. the sake of yeah you know the raptors can be can beat them you know i just want to comfortably beat the what it is and like get get the
1: championship home like get it get it yeah, home yeah, yeah. get it to get it to the home of basketball the whole home of Doctor Naismith oh is it who was a Canadian yeah he was Canadian oh look at this yeah oh, God some wisdom has been dropped on this podcast yes. which usually doesn't especially from me <laughs>
0: and uh yeah I mean this really I mean. The, I, the only run that I've seen that is comparable is the Dirk Nowitzki 2011 uh, run of the playoffs where he just single-handedly took a bunch of like really defensive-minded players uh, who, are, you know, who have had deep playoff runs like Sean Marion and uh, Jason Kidd and Tyson Chandler. Uh, these were like good players that have had deep playoff runs just the way you have Mark Gasol, uh, Danny Green, etc. and Kyle Lowry and really sort of I don't know, just put them on their back and take them through all those amazing teams.
1: Um. I mean, uh, f- for me, what makes, uh, you know, the special is that... See, Kawhi came in there. I don't think anybody expected... I, 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 let's just be honest. I don't think anybody expected them to be this good. Maybe we would have expected them to, you know, be, like, playoff team, obviously, and uh, but not to beat every team that they met comprehensively, like... 76ers and Bucks so that is like the most difficult part to the finals also for uh, from yeah, an Eastern yeah. perspective yeah I mean these are
0: proper teams right like I think proper Joel teams, Embiid yeah. uh, Joel Embiid Ben Simmons uh what's Butler, Jimmy Butler Tobias Harris. and Yanis Antetokounmpo are like hmm. top 20 players or top 25 players yeah. if actually no, actually top, top 20 players uh, in the league right now. In the now, league definitely. right now. And so, yeah. you put this guy called Kawhi Leonard and say like, okay. And I think in the two series that is the the Philadelphia and um, and the one with Milwaukee, even though his offense, offense numbers were good, it's just I think his defense was at a different level too. I think in the Warriors mm-hmm. uh, series, he's not playing one-on-one defense. He's probably doing the kind of I'm roaming in between, not letting you get like easy alley-oops or easy runs into the basket, but um, but in those two series, it was basically his defense that changed the whole entire series for them. So I think, uh, I, I remember in the, I, th- I think it's the third game or the fourth game against Philadelphia 76ers, he, he shut down Jimmy Butler uh, for like two quarters when they were kind of ahead and Jimmy Butler was balling and then suddenly Jimmy Butler, I think, went for I think like 12 or 10 points for that game. And obviously, we right. all know what what he did to Yanis Andre to Kumpo.
1: We all well, know. We uh, we all know. We all all know. your buddies on Twitter. All my <laughs> buddies on Twitter.
0: All my buddies on Twitter.
1: All of them oh, wow. who
0: were not believers of the kawaii uh, are today just not tweeting. Some people have stopped tweeting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think they've blocked us. We can't see anything that they tweet. <laughs> Yeah, man, we're we making more enemies than we're making friends, even though our podcast is all about love. We and don't know enemies, control. it's just,
0: you know, it's all, uh, it's all love,
1: you know. It's all love. It's all
0: love.
1: Yeah. But of course, we can't let people just say anything. Yeah, we just can't let people yeah. say anything they want. Yeah, anything, anything, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's unfair. It's unfair on the audience. It's unfair. It's, it's unfair to the basketball audience, man. They, these people are highly respected. If they just come and say that uh, Kawhi has no uh, chance of uh, defending Yanis, that's not, that's not cool. That's not like, cool. That's not, tr- uh, that's not, cool, that's not true too, I mean… Uh, it's not now. It's obviously not true. Yeah. Evident, evidentially,
0: evidentially, it's a
1: new word. I've coined. Evidentially, it's not cool.
0: Mm. Well, that's all I have. Yeah. To, I have to say about Kawhi Leonard. I think uh, uh, once. He wins, that,
1: that's it. This podcast is over. Then, all right, guys. Uh, see you next no, time. No, I mean I have a lot to say, but I
0: just, I just want them to win this one last game, and then yeah. what shall emerge is, troll beneath. The one <laughs> with the be. Oh
1: my God! What do you What do you mean? Like this has not been trolled, Vinny? No, there, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just. <laughs> this was tame, Vinny. This is tame.
0: This is Vinny trying to create content, fun content on Twitter. But uh, the kawaii, the kawaii gif is going to be used at ex, at everybody's expense, everywhere.
1: Everywhere. Everywhere.
0: <laughs> People, they wake up and they have to just see Kawaii laughing.
1: People discussing India versus Pakistan, you're like, oh, oh God, <laughs> I mean, I changed my name to uh, Boardman
0: Gets Paid,
1: you know. Yeah. What a great line that, that is. That is a great line. That's a great yeah. line. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something programmed into a human being also. Like, Boardman Gets Paid. Boom. Boom. chikka <laughs> Boardman Gets Paid. Boom. Chikka that's it. No. Isn't no is that how Kawhi runs? Chicka 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 <laughs> chicka. Chicka chicka
0: That's such an Indian thing to do. Chicka chicka chicka.
1: <laughs> I've grown up with people running like the chicka 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 <laughs> chicka Yeah, I mean, uh, like his uh, bones and muscles all made out of metal when they collide with each other, you know, when they rub against each other, I'm sure they make the chicken Yeah, chiki and chiki they, they also,
0: like, I think uh, the, the thing that I've never never thought of is like how strong Kawhi Leonard is. Everybody tells, yeah. everybody says it, but. I mean, we um, obviously when don't
1: they, know. When, when when NBA players said that. Yeah, you know, these are it. like
0: massive guys. Were like, shit, this guy's strong, uh, you know. Uh, and and you can see that in his game because I have never seen Kawhi wanting to go to a certain place and someone not letting and, him go to that place.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, even Draymond Green, I think he. Uh, like, uh, what's the word for it? Barreled past, uh, barreled past uh, Draymond Green, and you know, got that little spin off the ball. And, uh, yeah. and Draymond Green is like, uh oh, I tried to stop you. I'm like hundred pounds heavier than you. I'm also a future Hall of Famer, so and, and uh, the second best player better, on, a, on a second championship best player team. on, on a championship team. I can be that. I'm a great shooter. People never leave me alone. Yeah. There's always someone guarding I can me. score
0: at will, and I'm like the at will. I'm the voice of of the championship team.
1: <laughs> the uh, so, see, uh, <laughs> see, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing, right? Like, Draymond Green, for all his uh, talk during the Trailblazers' tale, where, you know, I mean, obviously he played well. We don't have to defend Draymond Green. Like, he, he is a he's a good player. Let's not, uh, he's a, let's even say great player. And, you know, some, if he's just throwing around the word great, let's just no, say he's no, a I'm great not player. Also a in that a he's a very, very good player. And
0: I've always said uh-huh. that. I've always said also that he's a top 25 player today. In yeah, the, I mean, in the but the, these things
1: can be mutually exclusive, right? I mean, you can be a very good player, but that doesn't make you like the very, uh, like the second best uh, like team Second a, best person on a championship team. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's,
0: it's like Jimmy those, Butler, right? I mean, Jimmy Butler is a very, very good player, but yeah, he's not going to
1: be… Like, never. never. He's not going to get that max contract. I mean, even Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, I mean, okay, fine. I'm not a big Kemba Walker fan because, you know, he plays in Charlotte. So, who no really gives a fuck? Yeah. No one watches that. But… Kemba Walker is also like a proper guard. Like he's given up numbers, giving numbers, like a step back is possibly like amazingly crazy. And like he has that small man mentality. And all. But you can't give him a max contract also. You can't. Like,
0: I don't think. If Michael Jordan gives him a max contract, like I will lose all respect for... I will lose all respect for Michael Jordan as a franchise owner.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously we're not. We don't mean anything else, Michael. You're always welcome on the pod. Always, Michael. Always. Always. You can come and you can abuse us. You can slap us around. You can do anything you want. But uh, yes, please come on the pod. Yes. Like uh, we will volunteer our cheeks for you. <laughs> not our ass cheeks, our face cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not coming. Yeah, not yeah. Coming. <laughs> he's not no. coming anymore. <laughs> Even if we he had like it. some small hope <laughs> that uh, you know, like know. Oh. I need to expand my brand. Uh, what is this uh, ball is pay that everyone is to- not talking about?
0: <laughs> let me go there and make <laughs> talk no. the talk. About
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I always love a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. So, okay, fine. I mean, let, let's just put on that little, you know, devil's advocate uh, place where we, where we say, you know, Warriors 3-1 down, obviously mathematically there is a chance it's been done once in 33 times before but yeah um, and and i think even when the, the when lebron did it i don't think anybody thought that like was giving them a chance of them doing it because at when lebron did it, it was 32 times it has never happened yeah. and then you know so w- what do you think like I, 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 let's give our opinions as opinion givers mm-hmm. uh, where how do you think the warriors should approach the game. Is the return of KD the only way that they can win it, um, or like have they given up all hope because uh, you know Draymond getting that technical foul. that that was like the nail on that coffin. He he started, he was whining uh, from the like from the starting of the game, but then in the end Refi is like okay man like come on we've listened to this shit enough and we give it. So is that where you say that you know warriors have given up hope or how do you think they should approach game 5
0: see i think i think the game 4 was was uncharacteristically very good for the raptors in terms of their ability to like not lose faith in their offense their defense have their defense has always been steady and you know i've been i've been talking about it like they've always done a very very good job of defense uh the place that um They've always kind of lacked and gone up and down. Is their offense? I mean, the only place where the Warriors really beat uh, the Raptors was uh, the third quarter of Game Two, right? I mean, otherwise two, yeah. the Raptors have been offensively very good. Otherwise,
1: we would have, you would have you would have already seen troll beneath out by now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I mean, honestly, that game Game Two was was such a shitty performance by them. And I remember, like, when when they were having this, program, everyone was like, oh, my God, look at the amazing defense by Draymond Green and uh, and Andre Iguodala and, you know, all of this stuff. On, on And I was just like, no, they just missed shots. Like, they had open shots. They just missed it, you know. And
1: so, uh, I mean, yeah, the Raptors couldn't buy a bucket, and like couldn't uh, Warriors bucket. couldn't miss. Warriors could not miss. Yeah.
0: So, other than that, you know, Raptors have played really good, uh, but I was really concerned that they may lose their composure. Uh, end of game four, where you know, kind of the Warriors were making these, you know, these mini runs because I think they were like uh, down sixty yeah. or something, right? And they, they were down
1: fifteen, down I think, 15 in the beginning of
0: uh eight, seven eight, eight or seven yeah, and then it, it yeah, just looked yeah. like oh shit the Warriors are here and Miknas uh, would call a timeout these guys would come in they would get there like you know they would get it back to 10 then it Waters get it back down to six they would get it back to 11 and they kept doing that because you know that's that shows that they didn't lose their composure they 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 yeah. found the open man they rotated the ball they 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 made sure that the, the 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 clock winded down, and they took a good shot in the last seven to eight seconds. Um, yeah. So that gave me a lot of hope that these people can probably close it out. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if, if the Warriors have to really win, they have to up their defense uh, for all four quarters. The okay. The Warriors have been uncharacteristically, you know, I mean. As far as... Bad. Bad. No, I
1: see, this is the thing. Not smart.
0: No, no. The thing is this, right? A lot of people think Warriors are very good at defense all the time. And that's not true. The way the Warriors play defense is they play very, very good defense in small spurts. right? Right? So, that's where, you know, these third quarter spurts come out. So, if you look at it, in the third quarter or whenever they want to play this really good defense they bring out, you know, the the death lineup, which is like everybody kind of the same side, same height, you know, kind of switchable kind of thing. And then they really crank up the defense. They they swarm the person who has the ball, they double team, they do everything that they can do because defense takes a lot out of you from, like, you know, drain a lot of out of you from the body. And that means that they cannot be good on offense because they are mostly shooters. What this really means is shooters need their legs. So if you're like, Constantly running around defending uh, you can't really be a very good shooter. You can maybe go into Mm -hmm. the post you can get maybe to get some easy layups or something like that but to be a good shooter you need to have your legs which is what makes Steph Curry so great is that he's able to run around and get his shots. Yeah. Right? And which also made like Reggie Miller so great and even Clay Thompson to to an extent. Um, So I feel like the, the warriors have tried the same strategy with the Raptors, which is doing this very good defense for like small spurts but it's just not worked as 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 planned so they have to either say okay this is... I, they,
1: they've I, I think they've lost what 12 of the uh, four games out of the 16 quarters they've lost 13 like uh, 12 13 of them 13, yeah.
0: yeah so that's that, that just means that your defense is not good enough Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: So they have to decide that. Okay, you know, this half. Uh, you know, this the way they were playing, which is like, okay, you know, just keep throwing the ball to Kevin Durant or Steph Curry and keep it close, and then you crank up your defense and like get a big lead when the when the opposition like is has kind of like sort of relaxed. Like and trying
1: to get a breath. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know? mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's their strategy, and uh, they just I think if they have to win this game, they have to play like. All out, like this is the last game of the the dynasty and say, you know, we're going to play 48 minutes of tough, tough, tough defense and hopefully our offense will follow rather than the other way around. Okay. That's the only option, I think, because otherwise the Raptors have have demonstrated over and over again that they don't panic. They don't make bad decisions. Um, Exactly. I mean...
1: Uh, I mean, because you said about, you know, like they, they don't panic and uh, before you mentioned about Nick Nurse calling those timely timeouts, I, I think which has been absolutely amazing. Like just the fact that Nick Nurse knows ki we cannot keep giving, if Warriors start on a run, don't yeah. keep the momentum, you know, just going with the Warriors, don't go play at their space, get the timeout. Get your team back. And mostly, whenever they come out of a timeout, the Raptors know exactly what to do. And, like, they have a good enough uh, way to do it. And uh, Kawhi Leonard, what I love about him is, uh, even, even though this is not my kind of play, but, you know, like, as a superstar, he is very okay with going around and, like, being, like, off the ball somewhere, Aram, say. Like, you know, I I trust you guys to make the thing. And Kyle Lowry also must must be given credit, Siakam, because they make the shots so that the defense can't be like, okay, fine, we are all going to keep overloading on Kawhi. And then when something happens, Kawhi comes in with this uh, claw, gets the rebound, offensive, defensive, and, you know, he kind of makes it. And... Yeah, I mean, uh, you. I mean, you he's can't score points, are like points right?
0: so silent. You don't even. Huh, like if he, huh, honestly, if exactly. it didn't, if it didn't have those two like step-in threes, like you would not even huh. know that he scored. Like you know, <laughs> he's he's been scoring.
1: Oh, what a what a sequence that yeah. like, was! they were down four, and then two threes, and suddenly they're up two, and then that's it. Like that was it. That's that was it. it.
0: And they just kept taking the lead.
1: Yeah. 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 And uh, so something that I've read about is you know obviously. Uh, from a speaking perspective. Ki, when you have that one superstar where you know who people fear, like the opposition fears, that f- opposition fear automatically enables your own uh like players, like all your fringe players, but all your role players to feel more confident because they're like Hamare pass a Parmanu Bomb hai. Mm-hmm. So you know like we've got that little dynamite with us. So you can't really like you can't scare us. Yeah. And even though a lot of lot of players, a lot of teams, I think, have that player, but I don't think that player enables them to think of themselves as even more empowered because of that player. And I, I think there was a little section where they played Gasol and Serge Ibaka together and I was like, okay, that's a little real, real brave move. And both of them properly, absolutely complimented each other, uh, no uh, coming into each other's space and... I mean that that should have been where Warriors could have taken advantage because of two bigs, but Push the picks, they could no not word, because yeah. uh, something. Yeah, they, uh, like I mean they like Ibaka turned up, so Fred Van Leet obviously he's the MVP without doubt of the series of what? this entire fourth season. I'm kidding, man. Come oh on, God. <laughs> but Fred Leet the man. <laughs> is the man. That's true.
0: I mean, you yeah. know, the thing that I've noticed, and this is like, this is a knock on Fred Van Lee. He doesn't pass to Kawhi Leonard. Have you seen that? He never <laughs> no, passes to Kawhi Leonard. So. I've never seen, I mean, I'm sure he has passed a couple of times, but uh. the majority of the times, right? Like when you see, like when, you know, they are on the top of the key, the Kyle Lowry, the Kawhi will come and they will just give him the ball. Fred uh. Van Lee don't all do it. I know. It frustrates me so much. But thankfully, his sh- shots drop.
1: No, I think I think if Kawai wants the ball, he'll ask for it and he'll get it. Maybe Kawai does just—he's like uh, Fred VanVleet. I know you're the future Hall of Famer in this uh, batch. so he, uh, you uh, make fe- your Fred decisions. Fred
0: VanVleet is the second best player. The on second
1: any, best player. On on a, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like we were saying before uh, the emergency outage, uh, like we we uh, we we can count on this one uh, hand. I mean, two hands the entire rotation of the Warriors, like uh, the Raptors, six, seven players, the major playing minutes. Even Jeremy Lin got some minutes, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that. But the fact that we know all these players have done something or the other to make sure that, you know, they they won't be called like, Ki ha, aram se. We, they, they've they just uh, ridden Kawhi's court tales. Like Kawhi's trusted them. Like, uh, the Raptors have almost scored 100 points in all the games and Kawhi's only scored 30. So 70 points have come from Like, you know, all the other teammates combined and they've got all the rebounds for them. They've played defensively, like you said. Like, the defense has been the reason that they've come up till this far. So, I think it's a proper testament, something which we've discussed again and again. So, it comes back to, again, that we are congratulating the Raptors before they have started celebrating it themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's the
0: well i mean let's let's hope for the best i think uh-huh. uh, tomorrow depending on kd coming back or no uh, you know we can we can rejoice i think you know, tomorrow will be like an amazing day
1: uh-huh.
0: for all us i mean i'm not a raptors fan but
1: I mean, a who's a Raptors fan? Like, none of none of us. But Yeah, yeah.
0: No, nobody who's not a Canadian can be a huh. Raptors fan. Like, yeah. No one really cared about the Raptors. Yeah, no
1: one <laughs> did. To be honest with you. We love Ka- Kawhi and we love the fact that the Warriors are getting beaten. That's, I mean, the, yeah, at I, least I, that's you know, it for me. That's it for me.
0: Yeah, for me also. I mm-hmm. just feel like there were so many bandwagoners of the mm-hmm. Warriors. Like, so many of them. <laughs> uh, that I'm just glad that, you know, they realized that they had an unfair advantage with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Clay on the team. Yeah. And now that you take out one person, like, it's a very beatable team.
1: It is a beatable team. And that's uh, exactly what we've maintained, that Kevin Durant is that cheat code, which just makes sure that, you know, they don't lose. Any Anytime yeah. there's a problem, here, like, please, Kevin Durant, get us out of this shit. And Kevin Durant's yeah. like, okay. And
0: I, I remember also, like, during the... I don't know what was... On our on our part at that time, when like you know they were destroying the the Portland Trailblazers. No, so we actually discussed.
1: Was there when uh, I think after the Trailblazer series, before the finals, and I think Ed Durant was still out then.
0: Yeah, that's what I know. Uh, I know that, uh, but I'm saying like the the discussion was if. Like, the Warriors are better without KD. Uh-huh. I think there was, like, no. we had that discussion. No, I, no, I, no, no. Would, in I, my don't mind, so. no, I, I was
1: just like... I, I don't think we could allow something like that on the spot. We would never yeah, let I anyone think. say the Warriors are better without KD. I
0: was just like, oh, my... Oh, no, no. I was having a discussion on, uh, on Twitter about this. Uh-huh. where Some guy was like... You know, with, without KD, they won thirty-one-one. With God. KD, like some yeah, like that, they,
1: like, they keep putting up the stat which says you know, like without KD and with Steph Curry, they won a like hundred games in the regular season. Like who the fuck is?
0: Yeah. It's just like sometimes some people like they just take these numbers too seriously. You
1: know? Like, yeah. God, I mean, there's a reason why you know everyone is wa- wanting, everyone wants to. Uh, reduce the 82 games to you know like a little fewer games in the regular season it's because nobody gives a shit about the regular season anymore Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think
0: that's true I don't, I don't think that regular season is not a good benchmark of whether a team or a player is good or no um, I think the problem with, with regular season is that like the really good teams don't really put in that effort so sometimes you know like for example like i think the toronto raptors could have been the team with the best record
1: yeah they were two games behind yeah
0: yeah so they just didn't put their best fo- best foot forward and you know that's the only thing but i think like to get the top 8 the top 16 teams you definitely need the regular season
1: i mean for for my no I, that's from in my opinion i think This 82 games, getting 16 people to the conference, I mean, to the playoffs, irrespective of, you know, like their record, like getting eight from the East, eight from the West is a really old concept. Like it has, the traditions are really old, obviously, but I think in today's NBA, it has no space. Like you can't just give eight people in the East a free ride to the uh, yeah. uh, to the playoffs it should not be that way yeah. and e- like even is the nba is one of the only one of the leagues only leagues in the in the big four of the us which has a asymmetrical uh like strength of schedule as in not every team plays every other team equal amount of times and not mm. nor do they play so what i'm saying is you know if you are in the pacific division Lakers and Kings and all that. Lakers will play the Warriors four times but no other team in any conference will play the Warriors four times. So their schedule is automatically a little bit tougher because of that uh, you know them playing in the same division as thing, and I think all this division and all of this is a really outdated concept. And NBA has always yeah, been... I think
0: divisions uh, technically should be taken off. They right. serve no purpose.
1: Yeah, absolutely no purpose. purpose. Maybe they had purpose back when you know these teams used to fly a fly commercial, or so yeah. it would it would be easier for them to just fly in their own area, like go in a bus in their own area instead of nowadays yeah. how. Uh, they they just go everywhere in their own chartered plane. So it doesn't make yeah. any sense. And uh, plus, the NBA has always it always been a league which you know has moved with the times. They mm. did not take any shit about when Donald Sterling made those comments like it was immediate the reaction and you know obviously applaud for it you like NBA has always enabled its players to speak up on political issues they've never said don't talk about you know black people getting killed here and don't talk about uh, these social issues and that issues and all even when that mm-hmm. uh, guy who shoved Kyle Lowry, immediately next day like it's a very uh, proactively so I don't know. I think I've heard Adam Silver. One of it was not a podcast, but he was on a panel discussion or something, and they asked him, "Why is there, you know, eight teams? Eight teams? You're you're basically taking sixteen teams out of thirty, and then telling them that you're good enough to go to the next round. I mean, which is fine. I don't mind that you know, sixteen out of the top thirty teams, but maybe make it and make it symmetrical so that each team can figure out where they are." And, and the strength of schedule does not really come into play to, you know, like take them to the next round. That is yeah, my, that I is agree. my, that is my No, feelings. I agree, I agree.
0: I think that should be done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I don't, and it's, I, I don't think that changing that changes like anything to, like no one really talks about how many division titles you want.
1: No, I think uh, Clippers might talk about that too.
0: <laughs> True. But, you know, the point being that like, you know… The, the reason for not making changes to these big things are, is like tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But this, I th- of all the traditions like this, I think is not the most strongest. Of I,
1: I mean, uh, the the NBA has lost most of its traditions. I mean, the big man is no longer a traditional big man anymore. The, the... No, I mean, like in terms of
0: like stats and in terms of like ranking, you know, like who are the best players and, you know, you can't just have like now. So the, the, the big knock right now is that the, you know, the, the, the players can score so freely, get rebounds so freely, as compared to like the 80s or the 90s, mm. that their stats look very... Um, over, very high overrated, top, yeah. Over at the top, mm-hmm. right? And so that means that a lot more people of this generation are going to be in the top leading scorers. Yeah. Right? Um, this is... Technically, it's not a good thing, but okay, you know, you can understand that. But now, for example, say they reduce the number of games to 70.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Now, that affects the number of points a player can, you know, and so all of those things come into play that way. And, um, yeah, so that's why I think tradition is important. But in terms of, like, this specific thing, which is, like, getting eight from the East and eight from the West, uh division titles, unsymmetric playing, like, no one really talks about those things in, in the form of, like, tradition, so you can actually get rid of them, is my point.
1: Yeah, I think you have... Uh said my point again back to me amazingly well <laughs> in a deeper voice <laughs> in, a, in a heavier, in a heavier voice. voice oh yes yes you got me in a heavier voice <laughs> uh, so yes i mean that's that arm uh, silver i know you, as soon as you finish listening to this please uh tell us what you intend to do about it and yes <laughs> please reach out to us you know where to find us
0: where to find us where all, where,
1: the all where all to find us <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah, um, I mean, we 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 really don't have anything more to talk about because you know it's this uh, playoffs has been going on for a long while and every week we come and talk about the same thing. So right now, because we are on the eve of Game Five, we're just hoping for the series to end in the six right there. Have Drake be as obnoxious as possible have, now, now, Bhatia be declared, uh, like, uh, king, super, uh, fan. super fan of Canada itself, like Canada kahi. Take it and go. Uh, take it and go. <laughs> Russell yeah. Peters to sell more shows and like Canadians to get more respect. The whole world to have free healthcare and all that, uh, shebang. Yeah, yes. um, we will have like if if, if 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 inshallah game five is the last game in the series, we will have one little emergency pod, which we've been planning since Jimmy Butler trade, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> this emergency pod that we've been trying to do for such uh, a
1: long time. A, yeah, we will, You should never be in charge of like emergency services because yeah, you, you will die first and then you'll hear from yes. us. But, but of course, like this is a, this is something we've been trying I mean, we, we will figure it out you you guys are uh, maturing with us as much as we are maturing with this sport so you, you will have oh my
0: God.
1: Uh, you will have a uh, better content in season three obviously but a little uh, sneak peek might happen in season two last episode also uh, because we will not be able to contain ourselves so uh, i mean you know when, once that sneak sneak dumb is down we will have uh live live celebration talks and things like that hopefully or not yeah. okay. or not <laughs> but there's only one way to find out so catch us on the next episode uh, till then like catch us everywhere like uh, rewind and find out where all we are we are everywhere so go find us in, in everywhere all right
0: this is the longest longest bye bye
1: uh, okay okay all right <laughs> uh, that's it bye bye when you say bye bye okay cheers